Hi, Sarah here, back with another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today, I am, well, I'm still in New Jersey. I am still uh, at my parents' house. So again, audio situation, not the most ideal, not to mention the fact that fireworks started going off as soon as I started recording this. So uh, fingers crossed, it's not too terrible. But um, I've been visiting a lot of friends and family over the past couple of days, and I've just been super busy and nonstop. And as I was thinking about what I kind of wanted to share with you, I wanted to bring up two specific conversations that I had this week uh, with my friend Meg and also with my sister Gretchen. And they're kind of random stories here, but I think they represent something so much bigger and something that applies to everything in your life, uh, including business, but also relationships. And ultimately, just really something that I want you to know and hear when it comes to having faith and having trust that you are ultimately going to get the thing that you want, even if it doesn't seem likely, or even if you don't see the how essentially of like the how of how it's actually going to happen, right? So in a teeny tiny nutshell, because I want to make this a short episode, but uh, my friend Meg, uh, my sister Gretchen and I went to a concert last for, I don't know what day it was. I think it was last uh, Saturday. Uh, we went to see this Fleetwood Mac cover band that Gretchen and I are completely obsessed with, which also we manifested, which is another total side story that like, it's really random how we found them and how we keep finding them. And it always works out in this really divine timing. It's actually really odd, but we went to go see this Fleetwood Mac cover band that we, Gretchen and I specifically really love. And I invited my friend Meg and we were talking about relationships and we were talking about, um, you know, how people meet and all that kind of stuff. And my sister has a, I guess, new girlfriend. I should call her a new girlfriend. They've been seeing each other for a while now, but they're long distance. And so I just met her for the first time this weekend, which was super exciting. She's like so sweet and so lovely. And they met in a really weird way. And Meg and her husband, Mike, who is another one of my favorite human beings, on the planet, um, they met in a really random way. And so uh, Meg and Mike, right, they lived down the street from each other, like maybe two blocks away from one another, their entire lives, their entire lives, right? Like literally were like so, so, so close. I think they went to different schools, I guess, because like, I think maybe one of them went to private school, the other one went to public. I could be, I could be incorrect about that. But the bottom line is that they didn't know each other, but they, you know, again, grew up two blocks away from one another their entire lives. And uh, <laughs> they always like to tease me about this um, because when Meg met Mike, Meg had just come out of a really bad relationship. And like it had just ended. And she went to Atlantic City one night, went to this club with a bunch of her friends randomly and wound up making out with this guy, thus Mike. Um, and again, they had never met, met each other at that point. And even she like, she didn't want to go to the club that night. Like she didn't like, she just didn't think it was a good idea. She wanted to stay home. Her mom pushed her to really go. And, you know, lo and behold, she winds up again making out with this cute guy at the club. Uh, they obviously hit it off and start dating basically immediately after. And you know, we're in a full blown relationship from, from the beginning, right? Meaning like there wasn't a bunch of drama. There wasn't a bunch of chaos. Like they just kind of knew that they were uh, meant for each other from the very beginning. And, and why they tend to tease me about it was I remember back in those days where I was like, Meg, like you need to be single for a while. Like, you know, this is not the right guy for you. Like you really need to like take some time for yourself, blah, blah, blah. And like, 
I always joke. I'm like, I feel, I feel like I still stand by my initial principle, but obviously thank God I was so wrong because I really like, again, like I love these two humans so much individually, but also as a couple. Right. And so, you know, we started talking again about that. Like you can live, you know, two like blocks away from somebody your entire life, never meet that person. Or they probably, who knows, were at the convenience store with one another, but their paths never crossed until the right moment. Right. And then we were, so we were talking about that. Cause I don't think my sister actually knew that part about how they met. And then my sister, who again, just has this new girlfriend and they met in an even weirder way. Uh, long story short, Gretchen had a, like a meme Instagram account for a while. Um, and I, I don't want to disclose it just cause I feel like it's kind of like a thing that she doesn't really like advertise or promote or, or kind of put her name all over if you will. But she had this account, this growing account that, you know, got tons of engagement, this, that, the other thing. And Sierra, her girlfriend, uh, was just like, like followed the page, like commented here and there and, um, you know, would like send messages, maybe like react to the stories, whatever it was. And like, kind of accidentally they started engaging with one another a little bit more so and like it kind of moved over to Gretchen's main Instagram account they started FaceTiming one another like out of kind of nowhere in like this friendly way and it just kind of built and grew into something more than friendship Sierra lives in North Carolina and Gretchen lives in New Jersey um and they finally like met this past March um in person, right? Where Sierra came up to visit her and they are super happy and super adorable and like rolling with this relationship. And it's this really beautiful, cool thing to see. And again, what a, you know, what a random way to meet, right? And so those two things, right? were again, big topics of conversation over the past couple of days, especially because I spent a lot of time with both of them. And I bring them up for you today because I think it's so incredibly important to hear stories like that, to hear randomness like that, if you will, when you are in a moment where you are struggling to have faith that you can get the thing that you want right? Again, whether it is that next sale in your business or whether it is meeting somebody that you are going to fall deeply in love with. All of us want to know how it's going to happen. All of us want to, most of the time, make it happen right away, right? Like maybe you don't want to make like a partner or relationship happen right away, but the thing you want, like weight loss, whatever it is, like you want that thing probably right now. And I think it's just so incredibly, like I said, important to hear stories like that, hear randomness like that, that affirms the fact that, again, you can't control things, right? You have to, of course, take inspired action, right? Like just with your business, when people say like, don't worry about the how, that doesn't mean you don't take action, right? If you are, again, trying to, you know, get into a relationship, for example, you can't not be on every single dating app and can't leave your apartment and expect for Mr. or Mrs. Wright to come knocking at your door, right? The action, the inspired action has to take place. It could be on a the meme account where you're actually, again, conversing with people or you're going to the club and having fun with friends and who knows that person is right around the corner, right? You might meet somebody at the gas station. You might meet somebody at the grocery store. You might meet somebody in the most random, random, random of ways. And it's not your job to necessarily control it or 
know how that's going to happen, but it is your job to do the things, to put yourself out there, to create entryways essentially to meet other human beings and when it's right when it's when it, when it's right on time and when it's the moment that it's supposed to be right I really deeply believe that the right person comes into your world and that doesn't mean like I don't know I don't even know if I believe in soulmates and I definitely don't believe in the one because I feel like the one can't be the one without like the ones that came before it you know and so I'm not sitting there saying that like in a, in a way of like that Mr. or Mrs. again, perfect person is going to swoop in at exactly the right moment. But my point is, is that you just don't fucking know what could happen. And it's not your job to know what could happen. It's just your job to simply, again, put yourself out there in any which way, whether that means putting on your makeup and going to Target and walking around and like just giving other people an opportunity to hit on you, whatever it is. Or it's again, like putting yourself on a dating app, whatever it is, you, there, there's no right action. Action. There's no right way to do anything. It's just about, again, creating those opportunities and creating those entryways, being you, being you, the best version of yourself that you're able to be. And again, trusting that that's opening up options for you. And really, again, it's the same exact thing with business. I think that a lot of people here and a lot of smart people, right? Like this sounds like a silly thing to say where I'm like, okay, you have to take action on your business. And you know, 99.9% .9 of you were like, I fucking know that Sarah. Like I know that I have to take action in order for me to make money to get the result that I want, whatever it is. But I think sometimes when we're especially emotional about something, we can almost forget that like, like, I think it, I think this especially happens when a newer business owners, right? But B, when you're in the process of switching gears around something, right? Like I know that I've caught myself many times in, let's say, wanting to try this new scary thing that I'm overanalyzing. And then I have to really kind of come back to like, reality essentially and being like oh you've just thought about this for months but you haven't done anything and so it feels like you've been working on it and it feels like it's been in progress for so long but actually you haven't taken any tangible action towards the thing that you want and again I feel like that can sound so obvious but I also know that as a smart person and as, as a smart person that works with smart people sometimes we can have our moments where we're so again emotional about it that we don't even realize that we didn't take the actions right and so my point being is that like when people say don't worry about the how in your business, I think a lot of people equate that to you don't have to do anything and it'll just fall out of the sky at one point, right? And I certainly don't teach that way. I can't even wrap my brain around the, you know, the not taking action of things, right? But it is about not being so obsessed with every single action that you take resulting in the the thing you want get like essentially getting the outcome the result that you want right it's not about okay I'm gonna make this post and now everything is like betting on this one post all this money this entire launch like oh my god somebody has to buy from me right now otherwise it feels like it's a failure it's not about any one specific action it's about taking the collective action right and allowing it all to essentially add up in your favor right I often talk about this when it comes to launching specifically because of the fact that I know that let's say when you really want the sales or you really want a launch to go well, it can be so, so, so easy for 
every post you do or every, you know, email you send, every action you take, whatever it is, you, it's so easy to put so much pressure on each individual action that you're taking. And again, wanting each one to be the best and each one to get the sales and each one to do so much like work for you, essentially get you so many results, right? Whereas, especially if we're just talking about in the, in the, like, like the grand scheme of a, let's say a two week launch, right? It's not about every individual post, right? Of course, you know, do your best with every action that you take, but it's not ever about one thing here or one thing there, or it's not as though everything is riding on any individual action. It's about the collective knowing that you have this thing for sale. It's about the collective energy and effort that you put in during those two weeks that again, you're, you know, sharing things that you believe in, that you're super visible and they keep seeing your name or the name of your program. They keep feeling your energy. They get the emails that, you know, okay, doors close in three days and oh God, I keep seeing Sarah's face and now doors are closing. I wonder what she's actually selling. Somebody hasn't paid attention that entire time, but like that last email, that three day, like I said, email is going to be the thing that actually grabs them, right? And none of it's our business in terms of what outcome is going to come from, again, each individual action. It's simply our job to collectively put our energy and our inspiration and our actions right out there, our message out there, and to trust that the right people will find it. And more than that, because that even that sounds a little bit like woo-woo, or I think that can be hard to trust when you're struggling to trust. But you know, if I go back to what I always say in terms of just the overall logic with business, right? If I am solving problems and I keep showing up and sharing a message that speaks to those problems, to the people who have those problems, and I'm offering a solution, if I keep doing that, in what world would I not get the sales? In what world would I not get the results that I want? Like it doesn't even make sense to me how it couldn't work if that consistent and again, collective action and energy are both there, right? And again, it's the same thing if we think about relationships, right? If I am single, let's say, and I'm always like, let's say going on dates or every single day I'm making an effort to, you know, go to a coffee shop or go to the gym or go to this place and I'm constantly out and about and I'm constantly meeting new people, Like in what world would I not meet somebody that I really click with? In what world would I not find somebody who I really mesh with? Like it doesn't even make sense. It's really just about, again, stacking the deck in your favor, essentially. If you keep doing the things, it almost has no choice but to not actually add up and then work for you, right? And so again, to come back to why I shared those initial stories with you is I want you to understand here that, you know, I know you've probably heard this a million times, but like you can't fuck it up. You can't fuck it up because everything is adding up in your favor. Everything is moving in the direction that it's meant to. And you can try to control how you're going to meet the guy, how you're going to you know, again, become a millionaire, so on and so forth. You can try and control those things, but oftentimes so much of this is going to happen in a way that you could not have predicted in a million years. And something about, again, remembering those random stories and something about hearing from people who experience that 
and again, got the thing that they wanted in a way that they did not anticipate or couldn't have ever predicted in the first place, it makes me, or it helps me, I should say, feel so much more magic around me all the time, right? Because you can sit there and go through your day-to-day life, right? Head down, you thinking that, oh God, like I haven't, you know, gone on a date in this long or I haven't, you know, experienced X, Y, Z in years, whatever, however you want to say that. And like, again, you have this interpretation in your mind of how things are going to go. But like you could literally walk outside of your apartment to walk your dog or to get into your car and the perfect person could again, like sideswipe your vehicle, whatever, and result in this beautiful relationship. Like you never fucking know is my ultimate point. You just never know. And rather than walking around each day, feeling as though the result that you want is so beyond you, I think if you can, again, have faith and remember those random stories that other people have to share and remember in your own life how those random synchronicities have happened for you, it becomes a lot easier to, again, allow the magic to add up in your favor and to give yourself a little bit more faith and peace and trust and allows you to enjoy the journey a little bit more instead of being so outcome oriented. Um, I went to, I shared with you guys, I went to Miraval a couple weeks ago, um, in Austin and I got a psychic reading and it's so funny because I am, you know, in a lot of ways I tend to be a a much more like, I don't want to say controlling. I keep like, I keep stopping myself when I go to call myself controlling, but like, I don't know. I'm very like, results oriented, right? Like we knew this thing to get this result. And so like, that's often how I am in terms of coaching, right? Um, so when it comes to like psychic readings or tarot card, whatever, like I never go into it with like, I want to hear about my love life or I want to hear about, you know, business stuff. I'm just like, whatever you're picking up, whatever you think you want to share with me, like I'm open to it. Like ask me any questions, of course, but like, I want to put them in control because it's, it's so different than what I'm used to normally experiencing, right? Where again, I'm, I'm in the driver's seat in so many ways. And she kind of dove into in the reading, uh, more love stuff, right? More relationship stuff. And she said something along the lines of, um, focusing on my business. That's what I need to do. And it was funny because like, that's not what I wanted to hear. Like, I'm not somebody who's like, I've got to meet my person right now. Like, I don't feel that way at all. But like, again, cause I've been so business oriented for so long. I'm like, Ooh, but I've been focusing on my business. Like, what do you mean? But she pointed out. And I know for a fact anyway, that I feel like, uh, I don't know. I feel like more warmed up to love and relationships and all those kind of things than I have been in a really long time. And I think, uh, I mean, obviously COVID played a part of like, you know, not meeting people the way that you normally would, but I definitely think that like, again, my head's been more down and, you know, in work and things like that, instead of like, you know, walking around with a smile on your face and like ready for possibilities, right? Like I've definitely been more in just like bury myself in work mode over the past couple of years to protect myself and all these other things. But she said something along the lines of, again, like, you know, focusing on work and it, it wasn't what I wanted to hear. Cause I'm like, again, like, Oh God. So like, you're just telling me to do exactly what I've been doing for, for all this time. But I understood what she meant and I understood the way in which it feels different now. But the thing that she said to me was, she goes, it doesn't matter if this person is hiding in a mountain somewhere. Like, it's not your job to find this person or for them to, you know, massively go out of their way to find you. Like you have a contract, right? Like you have a contract and 
no matter what, you will find each other and like it's going to serve you and guide you so much to trust that rather than trying so hard to, you know, oh God, like what app should I go on or, you know, what what gym is the best one to meet guys, whatever it is. Like it's not about controlling what you're doing or feeling as though, oh God, the one, like one decision could be the wrong decision and that I could fuck this up. It's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen because that's all there is, right? Like, because that's, that's the only way that is possible. And I really do, I know that that can be a hard thing for some people to believe, but I feel like for me personally, when I look back on my life and when I look back on, again, stories that I'm sharing with you, like Meg and Gretchen's, it's been proven to me over and over and over again that everything happens the way that it's supposed to. And that doesn't mean that there's not pain and there's not struggle. And I know especially that that can be a hard thing to hear if you're going through something really excruciating. And so please know that I'm not trying to be insensitive when I say that. I'm just saying that like I look at the things that like a breakup that was so incredibly painful and I didn't want to go through it in that moment. I see now why that happened. I see the moments where I struggled in business and I look back on those moments and I'm like, thank God I struggled the way that I did because it created so much for me that wouldn't have been created had I not experienced that struggle. And so again, I know that there are extreme circumstances and like I said, I'm not trying to at all, you know, bypass those or be insensitive towards them. But I hope you're hearing me that I, you know, I do operate for the most part trying my best to believe that everything is happening for me and everything is happening when it's supposed to happen. And I say this all the time, but so much of that is A, I do believe that, but B, sometimes it's just fucking easier, right? When you are in a moment where you are struggling or the sales didn't come in, or again, the breakup is happening and it feels so hard and scary and heavy and sad. It's going to, again, in my experience, give you so much more sanity to look at it from the angle of, okay, well, maybe this is happening for me and how can I like look at it through that, through that lens or how can I look at what this is pushing me towards so that I can feel as though there's purpose to this pain, right? Like that, that mindset and that thought process has gotten me through so many tough situations and I imagine that it can do the same exact thing for you. And so all of this to say is that I just want you to, even in the hardest moments, I want you to have faith that you are exactly where you're supposed to be and that you cannot fuck up what is meant for you, what is meant to happen for you. If you have a deep inner knowing that you are supposed to be wealthy, that you are supposed to be massively successful, that you are supposed to have this type of relationship, whatever it is that you're supposed to have the baby, like I just want you as much as possible to know that you're right and to not let anybody make you feel that you're wrong, to not feel as though you need validation that you're right. I want you to hold on to the faith and the trust of what you know and believe in your heart of hearts that you're meant for. And I want you to, as much as possible, let go of the control over how it has to happen. And again, like I said a few times here, like those two stories, again, with Meg, with my sister, like those, again, to me, highlight such a clear example of things can happen when you least expect them to. And again, things can happen when you 
couldn't have ever in a million years predicted that it was going to happen that way. And like I said, I imagine that if you look at your life, your past, you can reference many examples of that for yourself. And so know that if it can happen to other people that way and know that if it had happened to you in other angles, other areas of your life, like that way, that it can happen for the thing that you're struggling with or that you're really like yearning for right now, because of course it can. And I just feel like the more we, again, give ourselves permission to feel that and believe that, we allow ourselves to be such happier human beings and we allow ourselves to enjoy the journey so much more. And I assure you, I'm not always great at this, but I am always trying and I really am doing my best more and more these days to let go of the idea that A, I could fuck it up, but B, that, you know, I have to know how it's all going to happen, but also see that, you know, there's anything to fix or control or solve in the first place, right? Like I'm just on this path and I'm going to have good days. I'm going to have bad days. And if I fuck up in one way, right, or meaning like if I have a bad day, like it's not a situation where everything is blown and you know, you've got to start from the drawing board. You've got to find the new book or the new course or the new way of looking at things. Like you just keep it moving. You just keep it moving and you keep doing the things and taking the action and striving to be your best self and allow yourself to have the bad days, not make yourself wrong for the bad days, but you just keep getting back up on the bicycle right? You just keep getting back up instead of these extreme cycles that I know that so many of us can often find ourselves in because I think that that creates so much more of the drama and the chaos than we realize. I know that that's certainly true or it's been true for me in the past and I know it's true for other people as well. And so to wrap all of this up, again, I just want you to have faith and trust that like what you know you're meant for is right And it's not your job, like I said, to control how it's going to happen. It's simply your job to put yourself out there, take consistent action, trust and believe that what you know in your heart is right. And again, anybody's, you know, disagreement or, you know, the validation that you're not getting, it just doesn't fucking matter because the thing you want could be right around the corner or, you know, a meme Instagram account or a club away. And like I said, I'll say it again, you could have never predicted it in a million years that it was going to happen that way, but that doesn't mean it can't, right? The possibilities and the magic is always available to you. And again, I'll say it again, that like you are going to be such a happier, more magnetic kinder, every positive adjective that I could possibly think of, like human being because of holding on to that versus being in doubt mode. And again, I'm not trying to pretend that, you know, doubt mode uh, is an easy thing to move through sometimes, but sometimes it is like, I'll have my moments where I'm like, I'm just fucking sick of doubting this. Like I just like swatted away like a fly. I'm like, nope. Like, you know, those like, what are those like for mosquitoes, like the bug zappers or whatever. It's like, I want you to like envision it like that. Like, oh, this doubt's starting to set in. Buzz, like we're going to, we're going to, we're going to zap that doubt and we're not even going to let it fester or let it go further. We're just completely blocking it out because I know what I know. I trust what I trust. I want what I want. I'm on the path to getting it. And there's not anything that can get in the way of that. And again, I want you to give yourself that gift. Okay. I will talk to you in the next episode. I hope this was helpful. 